Welcome to the Study His Word podcast, brought to you by Fear and the Faith, where we read through the Bible from Genesis to Revelation in just one year. The Bible is full of great wisdom and stories that we can use to better our Christ-like walk every day. Join us on our mission to get one million people to read the Bible cover to cover. Visit studyhisword.com for more info, resources we have available, upcoming projects, and events. 2 Chronicles 17 to 19. Jehoshaphat and his son succeeded his son succeeded him as king and strengthened himself against Israel. He stationed troops in all the fortified cities of Judah and put garrisons in Judah and in the towns of Ephraim that his father Asa had captured. The Lord was with Jehoshaphat because he followed the ways of his father David before him. But he did not consult the Baals, but sought the God of his father and followed his commands rather than the practices of Israel. The Lord established the kingdom under his control and all Judah brought gifts to Jehoshaphat so that he had great wealth and honour. His heart was devoted to the ways of the Lord. Lord. Furthermore, he removed the high places and the Asherah poles from Judah. In the third year of his reign, he sent his officials Ben-Hail, Obadiah, Zechariah, Nathanael and Micah to teach in the towns of Judah. With them were certain Levites, Shemiah, Nathiana, Zebediah, Ashahel, Shemamoroth, Jehonathan, Adonijah, Tobijah, and Tob Ajanena and the priests Elishama and Jerome. They taught throughout Judah, taking with them the book of the law of the Lord. They went all around the towns of Judah and taught the people. The fear of the Lord fell on all the kingdoms of the land surrounding Judah, so that they did not go to war against Jehoshaphat. Some Philistines bought Jehoshaphat gifts and silver as tributes, and the Arabs brought him flocks, 7,700 rams and 7,700 goats. Jehoshaphat became more and more powerful. He built forts and store cities in Judah and had large supplies in the towns of Judah. He also kept experienced men fighting in Jerusalem. Their enrollment by families was as follows. From Judah, commanders of units of a thousand, Adna, the commander with 300,000 fighting men. Next, Jehohanan, the commander with 280,000. Next, Amisiah, son of Zikri, who volunteered himself for the service of the Lord with 200,000. From Benjamin, Eliada, a valiant soldier with 200,000 men armed with bows and shields. Next, Jehozabed, with 180,000 men armed for battle. These were the men who served the king besides besides those he stationed in the fortified cities throughout Judah. 2 Chronicles 18 Now Jehoshaphat had had great wealth and honour, and he allied himself with Ahab by marriage. Some years later, he went to see Ahab in Samaria. Ahab slaughtered many sheep and cattle for him, 
and the people with him and urged him to attack Ramoth Gilead. Ahab, king of Israel, asked Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, Will you go with me against Ramoth Gilead? Jehoshaphat replied, I am as you are, and my people as your people. We will join you in the war. But Jehoshaphat also said to the king of Israel, First, seek the counsel of the Lord. So the king of Israel brought together the prophets, 400 men, and asked them, Shall we go to war against Ramoth Gilead, or shall I not? Go, they answered, for God will give it to the king's hand. But Jehoshaphat asked, Is there no longer a prophet of the Lord here whom we can inquire of? The king of Israel answered Jehoshaphat, There is still one prophet through whom we can inquire of the Lord, but I hate him because he never prophesies anything good about me, but always bad. He is Micaiah, son of Imlah. The king should not say such a thing, Jehoshaphat replied. So the king of Israel called one of his officials and say, Bring Micaiah, son of Imlah, at once. Dressed in their royal robes, the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, were sitting on their thrones at the threshing floor by the entrance of the gate of Samaria, with all the prophets prophesying before him. Now Zedekiah, son of Kenanah, had made iron horns and declared, This is what the Lord says, With with these you will gore the Arameans until they are destroyed. All the other prophets were prophesying the same thing. Attack Ramoth Gilead and be victorious, they said, for the Lord will give it into the king's hands. The messenger who had gone to summon Micaiah said to him, Look, the other prophets without exception are predicting success for the king. Let their word agree with, let their word agree with theirs and speak favorably, favorably. But Micaiah said, As surely as the Lord lives, I can only tell him what my God says. When he arrives, the king asked him, Micaiah, shall we go to war against Ramoth Gilead or shall I not? Attack and be victorious, he answered, for they will be given into your hands. The king said to him, How many times must I make you swear to tell me nothing but the truth in the name of the Lord? Then... Micaiah answered, I saw Israel scattered on the hills like sheep without a shepherd. And the Lord said, These people have no master. Let each one go home in peace. The king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, Didn't I tell you that he never prophesies anything good about me, but only bad? Micaiah continued, Therefore, hear the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne with all the multitudes of heaven standing on his right and on his left. And the Lord said, Who will entice Ahab, king of Israel, into attacking Ramoth Gilead and going to his death there? One suggested this and another that. Finally, a spirit came forward, stood before the Lord and said, I will entice him. By what means? the Lord asked. I will go and be a deceiving spirit in the mouth of all his prophets, he said. You will succeed in enticing him, said the Lord. Go and do it. So now the Lord has put a deceiving spirit in the mouths of the prophets of yours. The Lord has decreed disaster for you. Then Zedekiah 
son of Kenana, went up and slapped Micah in the face. Which way did the spirit from the Lord go when he went from me to, to speak to you, he asked. Micaiah replied, you will find out on the day you go to hide in an inner room. The king of Israel then ordered, take Micaiah and send him back to Ammon, the ruler of the city, and to Joash, the king's son, and say, this is what the kings say. Put this fellow in prison and give him nothing but bread until bread and water until I return safely. Micaiah declared, if you ever return safely, the Lord has not spoken through me. Then he added, mark my words, all you people. So the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, went up to Ramoth Gilead. The king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, I will enter the battle, but in disguise but you wear your royal robes. So the king of Israel disguised himself and went into battle. Now the king of Aram had ordered his chariot commanders, do not fight with anyone, small or great, except the king of Israel. When the chariot commanders saw Jehoshaphat, they thought, this is the king of Israel. So they turned to attack him, but Jehoshaphat cried out and the Lord helped him. God drew them away from him. For when the chariot commanders saw that he was not the king of Israel, they stopped pursuing him. But someone drew his bow at random and hit the king of Israel between the breastplate and the scale armour. The king told the chariot driver, wheel around and get me out of the fighting. I've been wounded. All day long the battle raged and the king of Israel popped himself up in his chariot facing the Arameans until evening. And then at sunset he died. When Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, returned safely to his palace in Jerusalem, Jehu, the seer, son of Hanani, went out to meet him and said to the king, Should you help the wicked and love those who hate the Lord? Because of this, the wrath of the Lord is on you. There is, however, some good in you, for you have rid the land of the Asherah poles and set your heart on seeking God. Jehoshaphat lived in Jerusalem. And he went out again amongst the people from Beersheba to the hill country of Ephraim and turned them back to the Lord, the God of their ancestors. He appointed judges in each of the land, in each of the fortified cities. He told them, consider carefully what you do, because you are not judging for mere mortals, but for the Lord who is with you whenever you give a verdict. Now let the fear of the Lord be upon you. Judge carefully, for with the Lord our God there is no injustice or partiality or bribery. In Jerusalem also, Jehoshaphat appointed some of the Levites, priests and heads of Israelite family to administer the law of the Lord and to settle disputes. And they lived in Jerusalem. He gave them these orders. You must serve faithfully and wholeheartedly in the fear of the Lord, in every case that comes before you from your people who live in the cities, whether bloodshed or other concerns of the law, commands, decrees or regulations. You are to warn them not to sin against the Lord. Otherwise, his wrath will have come upon you and your people. Do this and you will not sin. Amariah, the chief priest, will be over you in any matter concerning the Lord 
and Zebediah, the son of Ishmael, the leader of the tribe of Judah, will be over you in any matter concerning the king, and the Levites will serve as officials before you. Act with courage and may the Lord be with those who do well. That concludes our reading for the day. Thanks for taking a little bit of your day to listen to the word. We hope today's message really spoke to you. Remember, you can find more resources, connect with us, or sign up to get weekly readings on our website, studyhisword.com. Until next time, God bless you and may his light shine upon you.